Hello, my name is Pauline Juma and welcome to Raising Authentic Voices episode 4. Thank you so, so much for the massive love that you've shown me in the past week and for your care and for just, oh my, pulling my spirit up and uh, helping me believe in my dreams more. I appreciate that. It doesn't go uh, wasted. I appreciate it and I feel the love and yeah, we keep doing what we love. And just a reminder, be kind, smile for random strangers, share love, share kindness. The world needs it. I need it. You need it. So how have been your week? Oh my, I've had one of the heaviest and the longest week. But I'm glad I'm here. I've survived, I've lived, I've walked through the process of every emotion, and I am here. So I hope you well. Today... We will talk about trauma. I don't know what trauma to you means, but trauma to me manifests in different ways. So I have different meaning for trauma. So this week, a friend of mine lost her dad. And it's a friend that we've, we've, we, we didn't talk for so long because of indifferences. But when, when I heard the news that she had lost her dad, I felt for her. I, I just felt like she was going through so much. I've, I've never been literally into the grieving process, but I've grieved some people who have gone, and I know it's hard. And uh, I tried being in her shoe and just to understand how hard it is for her. And uh, yeah, I know it was so hard. And so on Tuesday, yeah, that was this week, we traveled to Meru, to bury the dad and uh, oh my I've never seen my friend so crushed and vulnerable like I just experienced it that day I felt so sad I felt my heart grieving with her but I'm here giving her the opportunity to go through the process and to just allow herself be vulnerable because I know she's strong and she's going to come out of it. So my condolences to my friend's family and to the friend that have been there for her and to the mother and to everyone. So back to our trauma topic, yeah? (laughs) So on Sunday... I was going to church and it was pretty early. It was around six and uh, obviously our Maasai friend and neighbors do not wake up so early. So it was so quiet and I had to walk almost 1.5 kilometer to go to the stage because there were no border borders and uh, I, I, I couldn't call an Uber at that time because they were sleeping. <laughs> That's how comfortable people are in this Maasai land. But I love them anyway. So I was in the stage and I had to wait for a matatu for around 20 minutes. And uh, a man walked, not walked, a man drove by and uh, stood just next to me. And he said, hi. Yeah, I was, yeah, hi. Uh, And uh, he was like, is it okay I give you a lift to your destination? And uh, I looked at this man, literally smiled and said, no. (laughs) 
yeah and I'm, i'm glad he wasn't he didn't insist he was let me call him a gentleman so he just drove away and uh went and 20 minutes later i regret regretted oh my i regretted my decision but it's okay i made myself proud and uh, in those 20 again 20 minutes as i was waiting for a matatu to come by i just remembered something that happened to me last year that was 2020 around october yeah one of the girls at the shelter had an emergency health condition and we had to go to the hospital at around 10 and at that time our curfew was starting at 10 so you couldn't get matatus or vehicles at 10 but fortunately while we were going to the hospital we got someone who took us so when we were coming back now that is after the hospital they were only border borders and we couldn't carry the girl on a border border because it was so critical so we got someone who offered to give us a lift and i was there okay he has offered and that's okay and i will never forget that number plate kbl let me keep the others discreet but i'll never forget that day so while uh, he was he was so kind okay i'm going to give you a lift but I, i insisted we are going to pay you because i i really I really find it hard to accept free things from people especially men that is trauma number one detected and uh, he was he was so kind in the beginning he was like no don't worry we'll have to tell we'll I'll just uh, help you you go to your destination and yeah that's okay and I was like ah okay so we found an angel in the middle of the night fine we're going to take the lift and uh, While we were on the road, almost 300 meters, this man had no shame. <laughs> But yeah, we are walking through the process one day at a time. The man started taking advantage of me. Yeah, me, Pauline. He started touching my thighs and I felt so comfortable and he was getting closer. He was getting closer. Imagine me being a victim of something I really advocate against. And my girl was behind and uh, she was getting scared because we really didn't know what this man was going to do. It was in the middle of the night, no cars on the road. And at that time he's driving at 100 kilometers per hour. So there was no way you're going to stop him. And uh, just looking at him, was giving me this looks uh, of if you if you try and do anything but i really let me say I really thank god and the heavens because the girl we were taking to the hospital came up with a very creative idea to get me out to get us out of that mess she started screaming and she was like no no my stomach my stomach my stomach <laughs> and the man panicked and stopped immediately in the middle of the road and uh my i knew this was a setup so i opened the door and uh went out i opened the door and uh just flew out and uh, i my my girl came out of the car and i was so angry i took a stone and i was crying in the middle of the road and told this man imagine if this violated me for the fourth time in my life men have no shame and i was so bitter and uh he left us there he drove off quickly and left us there and i remember kneeling down in the middle of a highway screamed my heart out felt so dirty 
felt so traumatized, felt so alone. I blamed poverty and everything. My girl was there holding me and she didn't even know what to do because, yeah, this is mommy. She runs a shelter. She needs to be strong. She's the one who fights for us. But I was there in the middle of chaos. I was the victim again. And uh, we managed to go back home and I slept and it was okay. Everything was okay. And uh, weeks later, I could sleep and this thought comes to my mind months later these thoughts came to my mind and i was like you know what pauline you're going to go after you're going to go past this so that is what i did the resilience me i decided i am going to put everything behind me and uh, keep on going but i didn't know it was going to affect me because from i think that day i've never sat next to a matatu driver or even sometimes i don't like getting closer to even an uber driver or the front seat i would sit on the front seat but next to the door so that when he's holding his brakes he wouldn't touch me because i I always feel very disgusting one of these days i was in a matatu and uh yeah i know we are supposed to apply social distance but sometimes you get yourself in the middle of this crisis where yeah the matatu driver just don't care and you have to sit two of you and uh, i just sat closer to him and whenever he was holding the brakes he will touch my thighs and i got so angry at this driver and i was like i need to i need i need to to alight i just need to alight and uh, this is something that has been really bothering me you know trauma affects us and manifests in different ways i've had to deal with so much trauma i've had to deal with the trauma of wanting to be so close to men because for me the perpetrators uh, have has have made me feel over and over again that i need to be closer to men to be secure i've had traumas to a point of uh, i wouldn't want to be with a man in the same room because i always felt so vulnerable and maybe something would happen and so much things that i've handled in this past life but i'm glad on sunday i overcame a trauma after all those thoughts of what this driver did to me and then here was another man who came to ask me for a lift and i refused i was like pauline you've made yourself proud you've refused that lift as much as maybe it was a good person but you don't gamble when it comes to being a woman especially a young woman in our society where uh, let me put them in brackets. Men feel they're entitled to our bodies, feel, feel like we're an object. They feel like uh, we are just here to be used. And uh, there was one thing that uh, made me proud. So on my way to the church, once the matatu came, I was like, Pauline, you've made yourself proud today. You've overcome a trauma you've gone through that process you felt the pain today and uh, you've overcome so while i was going to the church and i was holding the camera i was just affirming to myself how strong i am how far i've come and uh, how the journey has been and uh, trust me violence has made me hate poverty violence has made me actually disgust disgust what what do you say this guy this guy so they are despise sorry <laughs> violence has made me despise poverty because 
Poverty is what keeps you vulnerable to violence every time. Imagine being a young woman in the society and you're not economically empowered and you have to get married and uh, in that marriage you go through violence and you can't go anywhere because you know after all this is my man. This is someone who makes me happy. This is someone who protects me and uh we keep on saying as women we are just going to stay in this marriage because of children and all sorts of excuses we come to just to we come with just to be comfortable in a violent relationship and uh, on a sad note the last two weeks we've lost two women to femicide and the reason was they wanted to stay there because of their children they wanted to protect the image of their marriage and all those excuses the patriarchal system comes up with just to make sure women are violated every time and so to finish it off i will tell every mother and father better have a divorced daughter than a dead daughter better have a divorced son than a dead son because the dead do not live to tell a story but our survivor lives to tell their story. So as you go on through with your day, whoever you know is going through violence or grief, walk with them in that journey. Assure them that it is going to be well and just support them in the little or major ways you can. And be kind because life is here as lessons and we learn through them every single day. So thank you so, so much. And thank you to everyone who has been listening. I appreciate you all. And a reminder again, be kind. The world needs you. Advocate for against gender-based violence because together we can end the shadow pandemic gender-based violence. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you all.